0: episode of the ever black podcast is brought to you by death wish hot rods and customs check out their instagram for all their new t-shirts caps beanies cups and the all-new atomic death
1: lineup.
0: Uh, landon thanks for joining us on the show man how's it all going
1: good just been uh, trying to enjoy the summer the good months of the year so just been relaxing wrote some songs and yeah it's been pretty chill
0: very nice um, and yeah. you guys have just finished like a massive north american tour like sounds like the downtime's going well then
1: yeah we did uh we did like two weeks it was like just kind of to get us to some festivals we just did uh i think we did like seven shows with wage war and then we did like some headlining stuff so yeah, it was cool. It was the first time we'd done like headlining shows in a really long time. So yeah, it was I mean, fun though.
0: The the photos that were coming out of it were just mind-blowingly awesome.
1: Yeah, it was fun. We have like before COVID, we hadn't even headlined in like I don't know, I guess it's been like three or four years. So it was kind of cool to see that we still have our own fans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going anywhere. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, you guys are, you know, heading back to Australia in September. And yeah. I mean, the last time you guys were here was Unify. And before that was uh, supporting Polaris for the Mortal Coil Tour. Um, yeah. How does it feel then knowing that you've sold out some pretty hefty venues in Australia already?
1: That's uh, pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a long time. So we, again, like we had no, no idea, like coming out of COVID, if we like, if our band still was worth anything because i mean during covid we didn't like i mean we barely even posted on social media or anything you know what i mean it was kind of just like took a full-on break so definitely very cool to see that there's still interest and we honestly australia is probably our
0: favorite market so Uh, we we love the band we love everything you guys bring out it's just amazing to get you guys back on a stage over here
1: yeah hopefully moving forward in the future it won't be like as spread out i'd like to come at least once every album cycle so
0: that would be amazing um and you're bringing Error out for the tour and yeah i mean getting the two of the bands like these two bands on one bill just seems like there's going to be some pretty hefty nights uh with great music uh any collaborations we can look forward to with you guys
1: um, possibly. Um, I mean, they're like one of our best friend bands. Like we've been touring with them for like almost a decade now. So anytime we get together, it's just like, you know, it's like it, we never all the time in between never happens. So I actually just went to see them yesterday. They were in Detroit where I live. And uh, I'm almost like a little bit nervous about it because their drummer and I are like the worst influence on each other ever. So if we get <laughs> we get through the tour alive, that'd be a miracle.
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> and while you're out this way of course you're embarking on some uh shows of your solo work and um, with yeah, exactly. Atlas on that same bill mm-hmm. as well like yeah. you, you and Jesse just seem to be a great team up man like how excited are you to hit the Australian circuit with the solo stuff
1: yeah. it was kind of, it kind of happened like out of nowhere um somebody actually just suggested like if you're coming over here why don't you just play a couple solo shows and I was literally like yeah, that's a good idea. I'm gonna hit up Jesse, and then I hit up Jesse, and then within like a week it became a thing. So I was like, Cool, <laughs> but yeah, it's no I did a solo tour with him uh a couple of years ago before COVID, and uh, honestly, it was like one of the funnest tours I've ever done. We had so much fun, it was just all like we'd be late to every show, it was totally irresponsible. It's <laughs> it a great time, but yeah, we've been trying to do something again, so yeah, I'm glad I, we made it happen.
0: Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm so hyped like as soon as i saw the announcement i was just blown away i'm like oh hell yeah i'm totally into this
1: yeah I'm trying to play like a pretty fat set like a big mixture of a bunch of like old and new stuff so i'm gonna to try to make it as fun as possible
0: oh hell yeah um yeah. so recently we've had like uh kill me frontal lobe submission most recently <laughs> maddie's song um have we got a full album to look forward to this year or early next Um, so yeah, with the
1: solo stuff, I'm probably going to do like a couple singles and maybe like an EP or something, but I don't know if I'm going to do records really anymore. I feel like a lot of like the solo stuff, like whenever I put records out, I feel like a lot of songs kind of get lost just because, you know, they weren't like, they didn't have the proper amount of attention. So I think with the solo stuff, I'm going to keep it like shorter releases, but just more often, you know what I mean? Like try to experiment, maybe put out like. Couple singles a year with like an EP or two a year, just to keep like a more consistent flow. I'd rather it be more consistent than like, you know, dropping like a full record once every two years or something. So
0: awesome, man. Um, and I mean, this is the Swan Song Tour. Um, there's -hmm. a lot of deeply emotional songs on the album that dive into some pretty heavy themes. Uh, can you guide myself and your fan base, uh, into the process in writing those lyrics?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, that, that record was kind of, um, it was like a lot of life experiences that I hadn't really ever talked about, just like a lot of like relationship stuff, like mental health type issues and stuff like that. And uh, I kind of like, I, I got in the mindset of like, I wanted to kind of like, move away from super sappy, like, you know, like, super depressing shit. And so I, I guess this was kind of like my farewell to like all the negative stuff i guess because our whole band is basically built around negativity and stuff and so like moving forward with the band like i think people will notice like the themes of things is going to kind of change yeah it's still going to be a lot but it, like it was kind of just like a departure album from a lot of themes that i felt like maybe i'd i'd talked to talked about a little bit too much i guess if that makes sense but, but yeah it was just kind of like I'll, pretty much all
0: of our music is just me venting about me being a, a little baby about everything <laughs> but yeah. well, i was i was wondering about like the title like swan song i'm like oh is this is this like this better not be like plots swan song um but yeah. it's a departure from like all those old themes and yeah definitely yeah. a fitting name for an album
1: i think i think w- before almost every record we put out i'm always kind of of the mindset like I hope I kind of want this to be the last one. (laughs) I just get I don't know I I really don't like touring that much and uh I think as I get older I I just like being home more and more so with this album I kind of like originally was like I think this might be this could possibly be the last one so it was like it had to it kind of meant both like you know it could potentially be the last and then also it was like again like the departure thing so
0: yeah yeah awesome I mean talking about tracks on the album uh freed is just phenomenal i I love that song um it's perfect closer for the album too i, I relate a lot to that song um is there any event that 100 percent contributed to that track especially
1: yeah um trying to th- honestly it's been a minute since i've even listened to that song uh yeah that that one's kind of just like um yeah it's kind of like breaking that's like the last song obviously it's kind of just like the breaking away from like all that shit like you know I've I've dwelled on so many toxic negative things in life and I felt like it was just like yeah it's just like I need to depart from that I need to like set it free let go of it and just kind of move forward you know what I mean so and yeah I'll, I'll like sound wise too I wanted something that sounded like like a movie track or something like that. You know what I mean? Like just really big and epic. Cause I've never really, I mean the whole song's basically just production. And that's like I wanted to start the record off super like thematic, like cinematic sounding and kind of end it that
0: same way. So yeah, it just felt like it was an appropriate closer. No, most definitely, man. Um, I mean and in diving back into uh very emotional topics within all the different tracks. Um is there any that you play live that gives you uh helps with the uh, cathartic sort of um process like when you play it does it help with anything yeah yeah i think uh what's that song um
1: too far gone i think that one is like i mean that song in general for me was like pure therapy you know what i mean to like actually put down the words to something like i I'd, I'd never really um never really broken down you know what i mean like never really it was like a tangible thing that I could look at, you know, and like almost, I don't know, whenever you write something down, it just makes it more real than you actually realized, if that makes sense. So yeah, even just saying some of those words, sometimes I'm like, damn, I can't believe like I was at that point, you know what I mean? So there's a few songs like that for us, though. I try like not to get emotional or like think too deeply about the because I don't want to like get distracted from like the performance or whatever. But yeah, all of our stuff is like, pretty deeply personal to me
0: so yeah awesome um so what's the future look like for plot is there any anything in the in the in the background that uh you'd like to let us in on yeah so i just
1: over the last like three or four months i wrote uh i wrote three songs that we just had mixed by one of my favorite mixers on earth uh he does like some of the biggest records like in our, in our genre right now. And uh, I, ever since I heard his stuff, i would wanted to work with him. So finally made that happen, which I'm really excited about. I think it's the three best songs we've ever had by far. Um, so I think we're going to like kind of spread those out throughout the rest of this year. Cause they're all like, we want to give each one like individual attention and make sure that they're done right. And you know, with videos and content and everything like that. But, and then, yeah, I'll probably start writing, start working on the next record probably in, in the winter time at some point. But, yeah, we've got a headlining tour in the summer in uh, November. Yeah. And then I think we're probably just going to chill and write for the rest of the year. Awesome, man. So, yeah.
0: Um, well, yeah, they, thanks for hanging on the show. Uh, just one final question. And yeah, feel free not to answer it. But why do you feel nothing for me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, I can't wait for that song to go away. <laughs> no, in, in all fairness, I'm very thankful for it. It's definitely opened up a lot of doors, but yeah, I'm getting to the point where I'd rather play anything else.
0: <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Like, thanks for joining us again. Um, we'll have all the links on the show to, on the shows, uh, ticketing, uh, th- everything plotting in you uh, until... Awesome. Until then, man, take care and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one.